Hey, gorgeous, this is episode number 223. Hi, it's Steve Olsher here, and you are listening to the Heart Sales Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I'm super excited to have Steve Osher back on the show today. After we talked about confidence is an ongoing battle in the last episode, which I found such an amazing and interesting topic, especially Steve sharing it with all the successes he had. I'm super excited that he is back today and that we will talk about choose who you want to be today, why this is important and why you can make such a big difference when you approach this mindset. Steve is known as the world's foremost reinvention expert. He is a 30-year-plus entrepreneur, the founder and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine, the creator of the New Media Summit, host of the number one rated podcast, Reinvention Radio, and Beyond Eight Figures. He's also an international keynote speaker and an in-demand media guest. So I hope you have, again, a lot of fun with Steve. Well, I'm so, super excited to have you back on the show, Steve. Welcome. Thank you for having me again. Yeah. I loved our first episode and, you know, it's, I still believe it's so important for people to understand that we are all humans and whatever we see in the market or in the neighborhood, um, we have good days, we have maybe bad days or, you know, we get a yes, we get a no, we get excited, we get discouraged sometimes And that's just part of life, especially being an entrepreneur, like these ups and and downs. So do you have a mantra or a quote that you love to use for yourself to get maybe more inspiration or motivation for your day? Um. Yeah, and there, there's one on my there's one on my arm, which I won't pull up my sleeve all the way, but it says uh, it says "Let love rule," which is a mm-hmm. uh, an homage to Lenny Kravitz and uh, my love for his music, um, but also just in terms of you know a gentle reminder of how to to try to approach life and you know personal relationships and business and you know family, etc. Right. Um, so that that's certainly one. Uh, another one that I've been leaning on um, just more recently, something that just came to me, uh, and I'm sure there are different iterations of this, but for whatever reason, the, the, the download that I got on it was, uh, I am whatever today is. And, and, and that really helps me as someone who historically can look at you know, all the fun things that other people are supposedly doing and all the other things that are going on in the world of, you know, just all of these folks that you see out there doing whatever they're doing. And, you know, just knowing that what whatever I choose for today to be uh, is is really who, who I am. I mean, I'm not going to be anybody tomorrow. You know, I'm not going to be... At, can't change any anything that happened yesterday so so my life is really a reflection of today and you know it's a little bit of the power of now and all that fun stuff uh but to me this is um this is this is deeper for me Hmm. it just enables me to um to more embody and be aware uh, of 
uh, really the, the quality of, uh, of, of my day reflects the life that I've created. And, and, you know, it doesn't take, you know, mansions and, and, and helicopters and, you know, all that fun stuff. Uh, if that's what you deem to be fun, um, to, to, to really have, um, a, a special place here, uh, not only of course with yourself, but with those, you know, who are around you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, letting love rule, like that is a perfect lead into the question. What does heart cells mean for you? Hmm. Yeah, you know, look, I, I think that we've we've come to a point where um, there are there's so many options out there uh, in terms of people who can deliver, um, whether it's a product or a program or, or a service. There's uh, you know there's no shortage of people who are able to fulfill uh, a specific need. So so ultimately, when when you have people equal. And, and again, you don't know until you go through it, but on the surface, if it looks like you have equal choices, equal options to accomplish the same goal or same objective, then the question becomes, you know, what, what decision do you make? And so for, uh, for me, the whole notion and concept around hard selling is just about making the choice that allows you to connect uh, on, on the deepest possible level with whomever it is that you're looking to learn from or buy from. And so it, it also um, works the other way around, which is from, from a selling standpoint that when what you, if you know that what you have can help those who will take advantage of that offering and say yes to that offering, and you, and you come from that place of, look, I, I know in, in my heart that this is something that will help you to move forward and to help you to, you know, stop, you know, end the struggle, limit the frustration, you know, circumvent the brain damage I know you're going to incur if you try to do this on your own. Then it, it, it's a much easier ask because not only, of course, do, do you believe in what it is that you're putting forth. Um, but it's, it's being put forth for the reasons uh, that are anything other than just simply to, to generate revenue for you and your business. So it's just, it, it's just a much different approach. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a deeper approach and you know, the, the way how sales is done has definitely changed over the years. Like when we look back into the 70s, 80s, maybe even 90s with the Glen Garys and the Wolf of Wall Streets, mm -hmm. <laughs> then uh, that's a different, a different approach. And I think people feel oftentimes not comfortable enough to just be who they are when they make their offer. They kind of think they have to yeah. appear in a certain way. They have to show up in a certain way so that the other person buys. Yeah. And the, the authentic piece is just something that I believe when you bring that to the table makes it easier to offer your services and products when you know you can truly support them, as you just said. And then also when you show up as a person that you are with all your all facets, <laughs> the weird ones, <laughs> the good yeah. ones, and you don't really 
care what others think. You just, you are just you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ultimately, you know, you don't, it depends on how spiritual you are, but you know, you don't, you don't want to attract people that you're not a, a good vibrational match with either. Right. I mean, then that's, mm. that's going to be sort of that, that square peg round hole syndrome. And, and you know, that just results in pain. So it's, um, it's the, the, and that's what's, that's, what's really, really hard. As a matter of fact, I, um, I just, um, let me share a quote with you. I just wrote this one down yesterday. Um, so a friend of mine, Rich Sheffron said, um, that which is most personal is most general. And, and I didn't really understood. And when he said it, I didn't really understand what I didn't get it. Like I didn't really, I couldn't get my arms around really what that meant until I sat with it for a second and he, you know, went a little bit deeper into it. And, and, and I think that, um, when, when you sell and when you position what it is that you do, um, and who you are and the more personal you are, in terms of your approach and so far as, you know, where you were and where you are and, and how you got there and how you can help others do the same and share that through, through story, through that, share that through that, which is most personal. What you find is that there are uh, an extraordinary number of people who, uh, who really resonate deeply with what it is that you're, that you're, you know, that you've experienced and, and, and your story and, 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 uh, and, and that there's enough people who view that deeply personal story as something that has also impacted them, that you, you, you don't need to change your story to try to fit more of the masses because there's enough people in the masses who will have related to what it is that you've experienced that it will seem as though you're actually talking to them specifically. And so just that, that, that conversation around that, which is most personal is most general, um, really, really hit home for me. Really interesting quote. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I think that goes to the conversation here around hard selling. And it's just really about having that degree of personal connection. Um, yeah, because uh, a lot of folks can, can, can relate to where you are and what you've experienced and, and, uh, you know, much more so than I think most, uh, realize for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that when I talk to people, most of them are afraid that not enough people will come. So they are very general and they try to attract as many people as possible, which, you know, we all know that if you talk to everybody, you basically talk to nobody. Mm. And so when you do your marketing and your selling, do you make sure that, you know, it is this authentic Steve, like with everything you can bring to the table to, to share so people connect in an easier way? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm definitely trying. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a work, it's a work in progress. And yeah. every day I think I get uh, a little bit better at it. Um, trying to be less of what I think people want or need me to be and just be who I am. Um, that's, that's tricky. 
You know, that, yeah. that's, that's hard to do. Um, because I think most, you know, in episode one, when we talked about uh, confidence, you know, and just when I'm selling, you know, have I always been confident about putting the things forth, right? Um, it, it all goes back to, to that same discussion, really, um, because I think most of us feel a lack of confidence around us just simply being enough hmm. and, and, and just being able to attract the right people simply by being who we are and not having to, to put on whatever those airs or that show or that personality or the traits or the presentation, you know, is that we think others want to see. So yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting dynamic for sure. Yeah. And it, it does take courage, right? To just be you, oh, but yeah. it also makes life so much easier if you can stop to show up in a certain way. I remember when I started selling high tickets over the phone and I, I shared that with people, but I did not love, I did not have any fun with the clients. I just did my pitch and I, you know, I asked for a lot of money and I thought it was so serious that I was not allowed to have fun. Mm. But when I actually had fun and I started to practice to ease up in the conversations and, and talk to a human the results were so much better <laughs> because yeah. people want to relate to another person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's where it, it, it almost is selling, right? If we're just talking about selling in general. It, it's almost um, more a matter of, uh, of, and we, we talked about this before in terms of, you know, what, what no really means. Right. And mm -hmm. so, how do you move past it and so on? And, and, it's, and it's interesting because um, when you come right down to it, effective selling does more uh, repelling than it does attracting. And, and that's an important distinction. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I totally agree. And so when you have the scarcity mindset that you think you repel too many people and not enough kind of, are left for your offers, then you probably go in the wrong, well, wrong in a direction that's not really supporting your authenticity and just showing up as who you are. But when you can let go of the idea that there is not enough and you can just be who you are and put yourself yeah. out there, the right people will immediately probably be magnetized to your message. Yeah, and, and it doesn't mean that they can always afford whatever it is that you're that you're putting forth. But at the same token, you know, they'll they'll find a way when it's time. I mean, I've had people who have been in my world dancing around for, you know, eight, ten years mm. and and only now have been able to come into uh like our our uh, one of our higher end programs as an example. Yeah. So is there any book that you could recommend that has really influenced your life in a big way? And I know you've um, read so many books and talked to so many entrepreneurs yourself. So is there something that really stood out that you can share? Um, you know, I mean, like, like most folks who were um, in this Gen X arena, like I am, um, you know, the, 
the the um, like early business books like guerrilla marketing of course you know had tremendous impact um from jay conrad levinson um you know even books like uh you know some of tony's tony robbins earlier works you know unleash the power within um I believe was one of the first books that I read from, from Tony, even, uh, even thumbing through, um, like Dianetics and just, you know, just crazy thinking and, you know, thinking grow rich, of course, and rich dad, poor dad. And, um, you know, the seven habits of highly effective people, right? I mean, you just start running through, um, all of the, the books that were so popular back in, uh, in, in the eighties and nineties. And, and, you know, those were, those were some formative years from a business perspective, uh, for sure. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's hard to beat just, the um, you know, kind of the, the, the standards, if you will, uh, you know, whether it's how to win friends and influence people or, or, you know, thinking grow rich, et cetera, you know, just having read them all, it's, um, it, it's hard to, to put, today's books up against those and go, yeah, today's books are, are much better. I mean, it's a lot of what's old is new again. A lot of what's new is old. Right. So, mm. um, yeah, I can't, I can't move away from a lot of those tried and true classics. Yeah. And if you had just to pick one book, which one would it be? Um, I, I think guerrilla marketing, if you're in business and you haven't read guerrilla marketing, um, it, it just, it really goes to show you that, um, there are, there are a million different ways to put your, your business on, on the radar of, uh, of your most ideal prospects that don't cost you an arm and a leg. Um, and, and much of what, uh, Jay taught is still very much applicable today, believe it or not, almost 30 years later. Mm. Cool. So, I mean, you are a super successful podcaster and you are on a podcast. So how do you think podcasting has influenced your business? And do you think people should be going into podcasting or is this like something that there are already too many podcasts that people mm. will not be discovered whatsoever? Yeah. I mean, look, discoverability is really hard. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, and the, the numbers are pretty staggering. There's about 5,000 new podcasts being launched every single week right now. So, you know, the, the, the numbers are, are, are pretty incredible. Um, that being said, you know, there's still a small fraction of, uh, of the number of, of websites and blogs and so on. I mean, you've got billions of websites and blogs and you've got, uh, we'll cross a million uh, podcasts here probably by around June, um, somewhere right in there. So it's, um, it, it's, it's hard to tell folks not to do it. You know, certainly, um, what we, what we teach, what we preach, uh, is to, to get into the game sooner rather than later. I mean, I've been hosting the new media summit, uh, live event for, uh, almost three years now. And I think when we first started, uh, there were about 450,000 podcasts. And so, you know, even since I've started that event and, and saying, you know, hey, you got to get in this game, uh, it's doubled in terms of the number of shows and it'll double again in the next 18 months for sure. So it's, uh, it, it's something that you have 
to, to do today. I mean, it's, you, you have to meet people where they are. Um, and the, the, the fact of the matter is that audio is a, is a medium that will continue to, uh, to expand. And then as autonomous cars hit the road where you're not having to deal with driving and you're just getting the car, it'll take you from point A to point B. You'll be listening to podcasts, um, you know, certainly in, in the cars that you will own that you do drive with Apple CarPlay and Google CarPlay coming onto the dashboard. It's easier to access podcasts on that dashboard than it is AM and FM radio. Yeah, I mean, it, it's there, there's so many reasons to get into the game, and not the least of which is uh, the the more niche that you get, the easier it will be for you to attract your your most ideal clients. And you know, even if uh, there's only a small handful of of downloads per episode, I mean, let's say you get fifty downloads per episode, that's still fifty people who are raising their hand to say, I want to hear what it is that you're saying. So the, again, the more niche specific you are, the more likely it is to be able to convert those listeners into prospects and then to have conversations with those prospects and then to be able to, you know, convert those conversations and prospects into, into customers. Um, it, 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 it works for me. It works for, um, my clients, it works for my peers. It'll work. It'll work for you too, for sure. Yeah. And so, how long should people kind of plan to do a podcast? Because I've seen people are getting so excited, they start a podcast, and then a couple of months in, they kind of throw the towel because it's so much more work than they thought they had to put in. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you can't um, if you can't commit to to putting out at least one episode a week. Don't do it. And, and it doesn't have to be a crazy, crazy long episode. I mean, you can, you know, you can, <laughs> you, you can do it uh, from your, from your car, right? Yeah. I mean, you can record it from your car and, and, and get that episode uploaded. I mean, there, there's no, there's no, a podcast should be as long as a podcast needs to be. And as long as you're adding value, as long as your clients, your, your, um, your uh, listeners find value in your message, just keep delivering content for them. And it's just one of those easy to create content um, type platforms where you don't need your hair, you don't need your makeup, you don't need you know, any big to do. You literally just sit down and hit record. Yeah. And, and you don't even need a lot of production, you know, I mean, you, you really, I think a lot of people get caught up in hearing some of these true crime podcasts, you know, and these heavily produced shows and, you know, you got to understand those people have million dollar plus budgets, right? I mean, there are people who are heavily investing in those shows. If you're, you know, one of my favorite uh, clients to talk about is uh, Lucy Dumas, who has a show called The Profitable Photographer. And Lucy helps photographers make more money with their practice. That's it. So she talks about how to do it. Yeah. That's it. She, you know, yeah. she does great. She does great. Love sharing that story because it's super simple, simple, super easy. Yeah. And people can also find like simpler stories, not just the big names in your 
brand new <laughs> podcast magazine <laughs> yeah. that you just yeah. launched in January, which is super, super exciting. And they can just go to podcastmagazine.com. That's simple. Yeah. Very simple. <laughs> Subscribe <laughs> and get uh, get amazing content and get inspired and, and motivated, right? Check out the scene, kind of figure out like what's working, what kind of podcasts are there, and then really find your niche. And yeah. don't worry, don't worry too much about the big names and shows and the millions of downloads. Exactly. There are different business models where you can be super successful with your podcast when you attract the right people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keep it super simple. Yeah. Any parting advice that you would love to share at the end of this episode? Um, yeah, I mean, I would just simply say that, you know, if you're, if you're one who has a, a mission and a message to share, um, just, just know that there are people out there who are literally praying for you to show up in their lives. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're needing your, you, your message, your, whatever your unique talents and gifts and abilities are. I mean, they're, they're, they're literally waiting for you to show up in their lives. And so, you know, every, every day that, uh, that goes by that you don't do whatever you can do to, to reach them. Um, you know, I mean, you're, you're not only doing a huge disservice to them, but really to yourself as well. Um, because, when you have something that that wants to come out, if you if you don't let that out, uh, it's it's going to come out in other ways that typically um, aren't so pretty. <laughs> so you might as well just stop stuffing that down and just let it out. And you know, one of my favorite quotes from um, Dr. Seuss, uh, he said, "Those who you know, be be who you are and and say what you feel, because those who." matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter right mm. yeah so yeah just something to think about yeah wonderful well thank you so so much for the wisdom you shared today and for being on hot sauce podcast you're welcome thanks for having me on well i'm still blown away with all steve has shared and i really really enjoy being inspired i hope you are inspired as well i hope you are going for your dreams and I really hope you find a way to choose what you want today, because today in the now is where you will make all the difference for your life, for your business, for your clients. So I hope you had a lot of fun. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab for the show notes of this episode and all the other episodes on Heart Sales Podcast. I'm going to share all the resources, the transcripts, as well as the links to Steve in the show notes. So everything for you is just one click away. And once you're over at christineschlonsky.com, make sure you sign up for the empowerment notes. You get empowerment right into your inbox. Amazing content I usually do not share on social media. And once in a while, I will make you an invitation to either join an amazing training or webinar or a guest speaker that I share on social media or on my YouTube channel, or I just have something special for you. So make sure you sign up for the empowerment note. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm quite sure you will have a really good time joining my amazing tribe of thousands of hard sellers. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.